Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello and welcome to Parsha's Hazinu and Vezos Bracha. I put the two together because so often they get neglected, especially this time of year. There's so much going on. This is the last um, of our series of the entire Ramban. If you've been with us, I'll get nostalgic at the end. Either way, let's let's first tune into the Divrei Torah. Okay, Perak Lamed Beis Pasagalf Parshas Hazino. So Hazino Hashemayim Vatzebera. Moshe calls to the heavens. They're gonna and the earth. They're gonna be the uh, people that give testimony about the Jewish people keeping the Torah and the mitzvos. Then he, Moshe says, "Kishem Hashem Ekra, Hovel God Lelokenu." And Rabban explains a cryptic comment here. Kishem Hashem Ekra Beshemayim. He says, "When I call to God in heaven, Hovel God Lelokenu Baaretz, give uh, respect to God in the land." And we say this pasuk before we start uh, Musaf and Mincha Shmona Esrei's. It's an additional pasuk, and we've explained in the past based on the Sephorno, a beautiful, beautiful shot, which might tie into this as well. The Sephorno explains that Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I call to Hashem, which is Midas HaRachamim, that's what I call to. I say, Hashem, please, have Rachamim, answer my tefillos, give me what I need, give me what I want. But nonetheless, Rebona Shalom sometimes says, no, it's not good for you. It's not what's best for you. I'm not going to answer that tefillah the way you want me to answer it. I'm going to give you some din, because that's what you need. Havu go lelokenu. So says the Sephorno, make sure to give praise to Elokenu. Praise Hashem, even when he acts as a dayan, Midas din. And say, Rabbanu Shalom, you know what's best. So it could be that that's what the Ramban is saying here as well. When I call out to Hashem in heaven and I say, God, come on, I want to be spiritual. I want to be great. Give me give me the ability to focus on you and not be distracted. But let's be practical. We live physical world uh, in a physical world. We have a physical existence and we have physical challenges. And we have to find Hashem in the physical, in the mundane. And that's that's where we're trying to give Hashem that, that acknowledgement and bring Hashem into our lives. Perak Lamed Beis, Pasuk Vav Am Navav Lo So sometimes Moshe says, you guys acted like fools. So um, the Ramban explains that there's two aspects of life that are opposite. One of them is that if someone does something favorable to you, they're called in a div because they're just generous. But if someone um, does something nasty to you, despite you having been nice to them and given them things, they're called a novel, they're called a fool because it's just... It's so perverse and it's so off. And so he says that that we always want to make sure that we're a nadiv. Nadiv lave we see is the people that donated their hearts to Hashem to serve in the Mishkan. They were paying back Hashem and makir tov to Hashem. But the novel, the fool, says, eh, Hashem, yeah, he did all these kindnesses for us. Well, let's deny it and let's not serve him and to be ungrateful and to be nasty. And there is a certain imbalance that's created when someone does kindness for you. We have to make sure that we're always paying back kindness to people with generosity and care, especially to the Rebona Shalom, who's the ultimate Nadiv who gives for us. And we should have Nadiv Lev when it comes to serving him and make sure that we are not an Amnavel, not acting foolishly by ignoring the great that Hashem has done for us. I mentioned last week that Hazinu is a song. These are these psukim, if you go through them, they're such beautiful lessons in life. A song is something that, that we remember song is something that we remember and incorporate into our lives. And so what we're doing here at Shira Sazinu is to recognize that it's it's a song that can have an impact on us. Now you might ask that the Gemara says that um, that David Amalek was punished because he called Torah a song um, because he called it Zmiros Magurai. They were songs. Um, but here it's not the same word. Zemer versus Shira are different things. Uh, Shira 
comes from the word shear, which is a ring. A ring is something that is unlimited. It goes around and around and around. The Torah is unlimited. That we're supposed to talk about. We un- unlimitedly want to grow. We unlimitedly want to connect with the Torah. But a zemer comes from the word to prune. It has a limitation. So the, the chisarin of David Melch was that he gave it a limitation. That we're not allowed to do. But the song, that's eternal. And if you want to think about, sometimes it says mizmor shir, which is zemer and shir. And sometimes it says shir mizmor. That is for a different time. The contrast there, very, very fascinating. Perak Lamed Beis, Pasa Gites, Bikas Banav Ubenosav. So the Ramban points out that often the Torah does not use the word banos. It doesn't talk about the girls. So why is that? And it usually talks about the banim, which means sons, and which means children, and, and banos are included. Why here does it specify? So says Ramban, there's a remus here, that there's going to be a, a chorban that's going to happen, that in generations to come, there's going to be not only kas banav, the anger that Hashem has towards men, but ubenosav, there's going to be women that are so evil and that are so distant from Hashem that they, they get their own category in itself. And like Yermio and Nabi talks about this as well. And so therefore, a woman is a very powerful person in her family. She has a power to build a house. But if she's a fool and she has, God forbid, the power to destroy the entire house. And a woman should always be careful that uh, there's a special category here, because Banov Ubenosev, that they are singled out, that the Banov have a power, the, the males have a power, and Benosev, the women have a power as well. And that power represents, that power of destruction represents their power of building as well. And when they do the right thing, they are the most powerful. They are the Ashes Chayal, Ateras Bala, that, that are At Alis Al Kulana, that build the entire Jewish home. Looking at Paraglamid Bays, Pasuk Chavav, Hashem says that I would destroy the people if they're not acting properly. So Ramban says it explicitly. What's the purpose of the Bria? Hashem created the world in order that we should serve him, that we should know Hashem and not to anger him. And therefore, uh, if, if in Bria Sa'olam, our desire is to, Hashem wanted to create a nation that would be close to him and know him and would represent him. And Avraham is the one that picked that up for his generations to come. This is such a yesod. We talk about what Avraham represents and what Jewish people, we are a light upon the nations. Moving on to Perak Lamed Bey's Pasuk Mem, Kiesa Shemayim Yadi. The Ramban says that um, the Safri quotes the Safri. This Shira, which has the word Achshav, and has the Sha'avar, it has the present, has the past, and it has Asad Lavo, um, this Shira is just so great. And so the Ramban is saying that this Shira is telling us things that happened in the past, it's telling us how to act in the present, and it's telling us about the future as well. And that is why... It has everything in it that this Shira is so powerful. And when we think about this last message that Moshe Rabbeinu left the Jewish people, it's the message of the eternity of Torah, that the history of the Torah, where we come from, what we represent, the present day for that. It was Kalei Yisrael in the year 2448. Moshe took them out of Mitzrayim through Hashem's guidance and leadership and gave them a Torah, whether it was the 40 years of the Midbar, thousands of years ago, over 3,000 years ago. This was the their present moment, and it also had the future, like the Ramban explains. Uh, it talks about Olam Haza and Olam Haba, and that is what life is all about. And the ultimate message of every shira, every single song, is the eternity of Torah, and the eternity of Kali Yisrael's mission and our connection to Hashem. And that's what we are always focusing on. We are turning to Vizos HaBracha, the last couple of thoughts. So, we have Perak Lamad Gimel, Pasak Dalad, Torah Tsiva Lanu Moshe. 
this holy Pusik that we teach, every Pusik is holy, of course, but this one we teach to our children because we want them to know there's a Masorah. Arosh HaKihilas Yaakov, two messages. That Moshe gave us a Torah from Hashem. That's one about our Masorah. And Morosh HaKihilas Yaakov, it's, it's something that everyone has a Chalik in. You have a Chalik in it as well. So the Ramban himself says, why is this Pusik so important? And why is it that we teach it? Because it's Doros Olam. It's something that Torah applies forever. And we never want to forget about it. And therefore, a person should always know that it's something that is for us. Kihilas Yaakov. Why does it say Kihilas Yaakov? The group of Yaakov. Why doesn't it say Bnei Yaakov? The answer is because it's for anyone that joins our Kihila, even a Ger, even a convert. Like um, people, Shmaiyav Avtalim were Gerim, but they they uh, became great people. Akiva Ben Yosef. People have different backgrounds, whether whether they are Bali Chuva, whether they are Gerim. A person that embraces <coughs> Rus Hanavia, who is the mother of Mashiach. Right, the great the great grandmother of David Amalek and Shlomo Amalek. The nonetheless, Torah is an, a democracy in the sense that, of course, no one defines what the Torah is. I mean, the Bezdin does. The Rebbeinu Shalom decides the rules. The Rebbeinu Shalom's Torah is is eternal, and but it's a democracy in the sense that anyone could become a Galba Torah. Anyone that dedicates themselves to Torah could become a Galba Torah, and that's the Morasha Kihila Yaakov. Anyone that could join the Kihila could become the greatest of Gedol Yisrael, by dedicating their lives to understanding Hashem. Perik Lamed Gimel, Pasuk Vav. There's a um, discussion. Moshe gives his last brachos to, to the 12 Shvatim. And he says that uh, the, the order that the, the Shvatim were given blessings, there's always 12 people that are always listed. And Moshe gave the order in honor of, of their Nachla, of um, where where they, how the... Uh, Portions of Eretz Yisrael were going to be divided in the future, and that's why Reuven is listed first. Now, the lesson that I like from there is just an idea that we should always have a calculation in the order that we go. When we talk to our children, there should always be a calculation of who we put first and how we put them, because kids react to these things. And there is a calculation of a Torah as well for why the order throughout all the parshas. Whenever we find different orders, there's a specific reason for that. Perak Lamed Gimel Pasuk Yud you did Hashem Ishkon Lebet Achalav. Binyamin is the dear one of Hashem, where the base of Medish is in his, mostly in his portion. So the Ramban says that there are three Bate Mikdash. And the Psukim here are, are hinting to all three of them. The first one is Yishkon Lebet Achalav, that Hashem will be there and be present. And that is because in the bias Rishon, the Rabban Shalom Shechina was there, Kavad Hashem Malias Abayas, it was there and present. That's the first base of Mikdash. The second base of Mikdash is. It's hovering there, but it's not felt in presence because the Shekhinah was not felt there and it was not uh, covering it or protecting it. Okay? So it was Chofef, it was distant. And finally, Bein Kasef of Shachin is a Ba'ish Shlishi. In Mosa Mashiach, Hashem will dwell with us in Yerushalayim, Kisei Hashem, and that is, says the Ramban, that's based on the Sifri. When we look at the beautiful words of the Torah, there's somebody Ramazim to what our purpose in life is. It's a very, very powerful thing. And finally, the last Pasuk that tells us about Moshe's greatness, Asher Asa Moshe, Ramban says that Asa does not mean that he did it because Moshe didn't do anything. Asa just means that he prepared the way. And what is Asher Asa Moshe Le'enekal Yisrael? What was the biggest lesson that, that Moshe Rabbeinu taught us? It was that I prepare things. Sus Muchan Liyom Mochama. That's what the Pasuk says. You prepare the horse. But Hashem Hachua, Hashem is the one who brings the ultimate salvation. And that is the entire lesson of a Torah that you prepare, and Hashem will complete. And that's the big Yisod of the Ramban, that you do your Hishtalas, but 
live in a natural world and act in natural ways, and the Rabbanu Shalom brings the salvation and does everything. This concludes our segment on the Ramban. We've spent a year together, if you've listened from the beginning or whenever you've joined. This was a very, very fascinating journey in learning Torah, in developing the beautiful words of the Ramban. I hope that it's something that you'll benefit from, whether you're a one-time listener or whether you listen every week or whether you sometimes go back to certain Parsha, whether some people have enjoyed listening to it in the verbal sense, some people have enjoyed reading it, some people have enjoyed both. Many people have written in with different comments, critiques, and things, and many things have been corrected on my part when I made mistakes. Um, I, I didn't have a segment where I necessarily went back unless I made a really big mistake. I think I've done that a couple times where I re-recorded things. Um, but certainly in the written uh, format, uh, there are many times that I went back and made notes about comments that people shared. And I really appreciate that feedback because my interpretation around Ban is based on how I read it or based on how I learned from, you know, some of the Pshatim from Myra Bam. And of course, we want to make sure that's always accurate. So thank you so much for joining. It's been an amazing year. We are looking forward, Ezra Hashem, to an amazing series focused on Vilnagon. Vilnagon's brilliance and Ava Satora. It was legendary. And I, I think that it's something like the Ramban. The Ramban teaches us Isotos and the beauty of Torah. So the Vilna Gons Torah uh, carries on that flame as well, teaching so many beautiful, beautiful insights of life, psychological and emotional well-being and spiritual well-being. And I, I very much look forward to being on that journey with you. I thank you for joining me, and I look forward to our continued work. If you could take one moment just to give a quick rating on this, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, that will help promote it for other people because the more ratings you get, the more... Uh, iTunes recognizes or Google Play recognizes that, hey, this is something worth sharing. And if you want, please join us at parshathemes.com and uh, you can subscribe and you can send it to your friends as well. I look forward to growing together and I thank you so much for being on this journey with me. It's been an honor to have you here and I look forward to our continued growth together. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.